And there's probably a lot we could cover with this infamous ancient prayer that God himself gave us words to pray. He didn't just answer when that, whoever that disciple was who asked him, Lord, we see you sitting over there for hours at a time. We can't do that. Teach us. Teach us how to pray. And Jesus didn't necessarily start with certain things. I don't know. He could have said anything. He could have said, go do what you want. I don't care. Like, God just wants to hear you speak to him like whatever feelings you're going through in that moment, which is partially true. He also didn't say, now sit for five minutes and repeat the Eastern Hindu kind of um for a long time and settle. I mean, he could have done that. He could have helped us. But I think he was just trying to get the essentials of lifting up our hearts to God the Father with utter confidence, with the deep petitions of the human heart. Jesus gave us words to pray. But I was just kind of stuck on that petition. Lord, teach us to pray. The deep longing of our own mind and heart. Lord, I don't know how to do that. And as we were praying a lot this morning and, and pondering different things, and I was reading a little bit of even John Paul II uh, in his letter to artists, which is profound, too profound, but it's profound. Um, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to praise and worship. Teach us to P and W. P and W, what is it, P and W? Never heard that before. <laughs> teach us to praise and worship. Lord Jesus, teach us how to do that. What it must have been for them to see the Lord, the Lord himself Moved in the Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, praising the Father, the first person of the Trinity. Teach us how to praise and worship. And we can ponder, if you haven't already, just that intimate link, perhaps, that parallel, praying and singing. We touched on it with St. Augustine, right? Whoever sings, prays twice. Whatever that can mean in so many different ways. But even C.S. Lewis, when he was describing his imaginary image of like, Narnia, and the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. The creation was a song of Aslan. All creation is a song of God. Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to enter into your song. Even Bill Donaghy in the interview with um, Greg that y'all watched, that little interview on music, what is music in the nature, like he made that connection that we participate in music, that in something that is utterly God's, utterly divine. We receive it, we, we return it to the Father, we praise Him. Last night when we were in prayer, I was in confession, and I, it was like silent for a moment, and there was just this a cappella song that, what was it? I don't know, like, Lord, yes, Lord, I need you, and I recognized that. And then there was something else that I couldn't hear through the walls, but I couldn't recognize it. It was totally different. It was that harmony of all of you singing from your heart, entering into the song of the Lord in your own way with all the talents and gifts he's given you. And I'll share a little bit from John Paul II in his letter to artists because it's, it's so much for us to ponder. Think of it as a letter to music ministers. On the previous days of creation, days one through six in the Genesis stories, marking as it were the rhythm of the birth of the cosmos, Yahweh had created the universe. Finally, he created the human being, the noblest fruit of his design, in whom he subjected the visible, audible world as a vast field in which human inventiveness might assert itself. 
the visible and audible world. He made it audible. You can hear the sounds. And the human inventiveness can assert itself, can go into that beautiful raw material and make something beautiful out of it, discover designs within it. With loving regard, the divine artist, God, passes on to the human minister a spark of his own surpassing wisdom. Always a connection between wisdom and the Holy Spirit. A spark of God is given you. Calling you, calling mankind to share in his own creative power. That's what a minister does. That's what a musician does, an artist does. You I think you could describe or define creation or craftsmanship, artistry, simply actualizing one's productive capacities, giving aesthetic form to ideas conceived in the mind. What does God do in creation? You were in the mind of God from all eternity. And in one moment, that idea that was you took shape in your mother's womb. That's what the Creator does, and the artist is invited to share in that mystery. Obviously, this is only a sharing, which leaves intact the infinite distance between God, who's Creator, and I'm not the Creator, thank goodness, um, and the craftsman, which we are. Infinite distance between Creator and the creature. Music, creative art, which is the soul's good fortune to entertain, is not to be identified with the essential art, which is God himself. Music is not God. But it is only, and amazingly, a communication of that divineness, a sharing in it. It gives us a share in that wisdom, that spiritual life, that Holy Spirit, that ability to perceive order. That's the definition of wisdom by Aristotle to perceive or know the order of things. And the artist, the musician, the music minister, recognizes orders that perhaps others don't recognize at first. Harmonies that I didn't know were there. And you find them and you insert them and you, you bring two sounds together and you make this amazing creation. Craftsmanship. That is why music ministers, artists, the more conscious they are of their gift, are led all the more to see themselves and the whole of creation with ears and eyes able to contemplate and voices able to respond and give thanks, to raise to God a hymn of praise. Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to praise you, to worship you, to enter into your song. Think over again that definition from the Catechism of Praise, right? If I can find it quickly. I think it's worth repeating like 10 and 20 times. Praise is the form of prayer which recognizes most immediately that God is God. It louds God for his own sake and gives him glory, quite beyond what he does, but simply because he is. It shares in the blessed happiness of the pure heart who love God in faith even before seeing Him in glory. By praise, the divine spirit, that spark of God is, or we share a spark of God, that divine spirit is joined to our spirits 
to bear witness that we are children of God. It goes on and on, but just again, that's a profound definition of what we do, what we strive to do. When we pray, when we sing, when we praise our Lord, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to enter into your song. Teach us to receive that spark, that sharing in what you are by nature, the beauty, the hymn, the harmony that you are by nature. Amen.